Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hi, my name is Chris Sorensen. My wife Shannon and I have been missionaries with Adventist Frontier Missions for almost 20 years, serving in the country of Thailand. We have three great kids, Alina, who's 16, Jeshua, who's 14, and Sela, who is three years old. Uh, we've been having a wonderful time serving the, the people of Thailand, working with a Center of Influence project through AFM in cooperation with the church, and we have a school called Peace Music Academy that I've been working in, um, lately teaching a lot of music lessons from ukulele to voice to piano. And I really enjoy what I'm doing there. And it's neat to make friends through teaching music lessons with people from every segment of society. We, we teach upper class, middle class, lower class, anybody and everybody who wants to learn music. And it's, it's a fantastic opportunity and, and way to reach people that I really enjoy. And I just want to uh, read a short story to you called Dealing with a Papillonoidean Panic Attack. Have you ever had one of those? <laughs> well, just listen. You might uh, discover that you have and what we should do with that. I was lifting weights in our village gym the other day while listening to some beautiful new worship songs that led me to contemplate God's goodness and His grace and how it saves us and holds us fast. This meditation also helps me to better communicate to our Thai friends and church members. Well, suddenly I heard behind me in that gym a very rapid and not so soft clicking, almost a rattling sound. And my first thought was that it was the sound of a bird's wings flapping, but it was not a bird. Turning around, I discovered that the sound was coming from a mysterious, large, and mostly black member of the Papillonoidea family. Super family. And what exactly is that, I can hear someone asking. If, like most people, you have no idea, then let's just call it that. Let's call it a Papilio no idea. Or easier still, a Pappy. And later you can just ask Google if you haven't guessed it by the end of my story. Anyway, this big Thai Pappy had somehow gotten into the gym and was now desperately trying to break through its large glass wall to get to the other side where I could see that there was a large swimming pool and a nice cut lawn neatly hedged in by bushes and palm trees and a beautiful lake under a bright blue and partly cloudy sky. The view through the glass was beautiful and relaxing. To me, it was incredibly inviting. But you know, to that big pappy, the outdoors were beyond inviting. 
The Pappy had zero desire to stay trapped in that relatively dim and stuffy gym one second longer. It was frantically doing everything that it could to bust out. I suddenly understood what in that moment the Pappy could not. That all of the time and energy that it spent crashing into that thick glass would be fruitless at best and most likely even harmful and possibly deadly. I felt sorry for that pitiful little pappy and I wanted to help it recover its freedom so that it could eat and cruise about having fun like all pappies do in the great outdoors. But as I drew near to help that little guy, the poor pappy panicked. Again and again it dodged and resisted my unwelcomed and mistrusted brushing movement. Because that papilio no idean creature had literally no idea what my intentions were to that big pappy. All that I was trying to do for it seemed just wrong and even dangerous. After all, was I not physically trying to move it back away from that glass wall and by extension from everything that it desired at the time? Was I not big enough to crush it and eat it if I so desired? It appeared to fear as much. Well, finally, after several clumsy attempts, I succeeded in trapping the frightened pappy in the lower corner of the glass. Then, with both hands, I gently clamped down on the stiffest edges of its two large forewings. Are you beginning to guess what this pappy is? Well, suddenly, carrying it toward the apparently forgotten door through which it had so recently flown into the gym, I was impressed by the power that I felt in its palpitating pappy wings as it strained again and again to free itself from my grasp. But for its sake, I did not let go. If it had only known that my heart and intentions toward it were good, it might have just relaxed and had peace in my hands rather than stressing and fighting. Sadly, that poor pappy is not much different than so many of us who also fear. Fear to entrust our lives fully into God's gentle yet powerful hands, not realizing just how truly and completely God is for us and not against us. Not immediately perceiving that all the inconveniences and apparent setbacks are actually working together to move us farther away from a dead-end existence and closer to that eternal outdoor freedom of joy and peace, like it says in Romans 8, 28 and 31. May God help us and our Thai friends to humbly trust his heart even when we can't trace his hand and believe that his plans are really to prosper us and not to harm us, like Jeremiah 29.11 says. 
And then as he guides us, we can have peace and rest in his strong hands. Even now, with praise on our lips, see Isaiah 57, 18 and 19, until that day when we actually fly away like a happy pappy. Thank you for listening to my story called Dealing with a Papillionoidean Panic Attack. And I also want to say thank you to all of you listeners who have not only been listening and or reading in our Adventist Frontier Missions magazine, but you've also been supporting our work. I want to say thank you, because without your help, we could not do the mission work that we do today in Konkan, Thailand with Peace Music Academy. And for those of you who would like to learn more or would like to also contribute to our project, just go to www.afmonline.org and you can look for Christopher and Shannon Sorensen in the Missionaries tab. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your interest. Thank you for sending the student missionary teachers that help us in our Peace Music Academy. And thank you for listening today. May God bless you all. And don't forget to brighten the corner wherever you are. What a beautiful illustration Chris gave us of how we need to trust in God for his guidance, despite appearances that seemingly point us in a different direction. Truthfully, we don't always see things as God does. For his second story, Chris tells us of a missed opportunity born out of frustration and how God gave him a second chance. I have to tell you that not every day is a fun day. And the story that I'm going to read to you kind of shows a little bit of the frustrations and uh, challenges that I face from time to time as a music teacher. This story is entitled, A Worthwhile Waste. An unhappy six-year-old boy sat crumpled down on the floor behind our upright piano. His arms were crossed. I don't like piano, he declared, and I don't like teacher Chris. I sat looking at him and quietly sighed. Hmm, what should I say? What can I do, I thought. It was just another one of those days. Thun was not willing to play anything. No matter how I coaxed him, or bribed, or pled with him, he would happily play tag, or hide and seek, or snap blocks. But piano? No way. Not today. I had exhausted all of my fruitless child psychology techniques, and now I, like he, was just ready for this class to be over. Am I wasting my time with this child, I asked myself. Did I come to Peace Music Academy for this? Absolutely not. But you know what? After a couple years of teaching this young boy, something happened. Thun asked, Teacher, can you please tell me the life history of Jesus? Now, I was mildly surprised, 
but delighted to hear his question. And yet, I'm sorry to confess that my knee-jerk reaction was to bargain with him like I often do when he tries to distract and derail our music lessons. Sure, Thun, I said. I'll tell you that after we finish this song. But you know what? He refused to finish the song. And so I never shared the Jesus story with him. And I felt bad about that. I had missed my opportunity. God, please give me another one, I prayed. Then the next week, between songs, Thun hopped down from the piano bench and raced to find the snap blocks before I could say boo. Here we go again, I thought. But then I felt God say, Chris, don't worry about the music today. Go sit and play snap blocks and tell him my story. That's what he asked for, right? And that's why you came to Thailand, right? Absolutely. And so I did. And you know what? I found that playing snap blocks rather than being a distraction actually helped little Thun to sit still and concentrate as I told him the story of Jesus. Now, of course, I want Thun and all of my music students to learn to play music well, and many of them are learning well. But when all is said and done, you know what matters most is not that they become great musicians. If through studying at Peace Music Academy, they can learn that Jesus loves them and they accept his salvation, then any time that I once thought was wasted proves to have been completely worthwhile. I hope you enjoyed that story. And if you ever have hard times where people or things are just not working out like you wish, maybe... Maybe that's a special opportunity for you to do something outside the box to serve Jesus. Sometimes I'm surprised at these opportunities when they come, and many times I confess I miss them. But sometimes I thank God for those little nudges and reminders of why I'm really here in the first place. And praise God for the privilege of sharing his story with people like Thun. God bless you. We'll talk to you later.